Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind Austin Orman coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln America on air and online at theticketfm.com brought to you by Mary Ellen's food for the soul this is on the block with stricken Austin the Cooper fly and college football hour <laughs> I can't I, do that. I can't. I freaking, I, I should have known. Did Were they able to finally land him? Today, this morning. I should have known you were going to be excited. And listen, I, I was going to say that I think that was probably one of the best fitting places for his style and his game. Mm-hmm. And and I I, I, I look around the, the, the landscape of college basketball and I couldn't see him. I could see him at Creighton. Mm-hmm. I could see him at Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Duke is the other one, maybe North Carolina. Um, I I I like the style for him. I couldn't see him at Kentucky, no. But his style could play at Kentucky. Could. Like his game is like mm-hmm. that. Like a lot of people, if you have if you have never seen Cooper Flag yet, be on the lookout. That young man can go. He's coming. He's coming. Mm-hmm. He can go. So if Duke landed him, uh, Duke is garbage. <laughs> I will say I am pull up the stream <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. It's all Husker red. I didn't wear Duke blue today. You didn't. I'm doing the Husker thing. Yeah. On purpose to keep myself on track. We're talking Huskers in Purdue. We're talking some college football. If you have any thoughts, let us know. 402-464-5685. Uh, Saturday's game is a road game. It's 11 o'clock at Michigan State. So know what you do? At halftime, you place your order for Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. You yeah. go pick it up. You bring it back home. Yes. And it'll be nice and hot. Mm-hmm. And... um. You won't mind after the game falling asleep with your feet up and the pillow tucked in with a blanket after it's cold as it is outside these <laughs> days as well. So it'll be a perfect thing to get for a nice Sunday day of cold, brisk football. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Mary Ellen, for sponsoring On the Block. Uh, to a college football recap, interesting games. We'll start in the top 25, move our way around, including some breaking news out of Iowa City we'll get to here in just a minute. Georgia has no issues with Florida. Um, Ohio State beats Wisconsin 24 to 10. Kyle McCord looked bad. I don't know if I yeah. credit Wisconsin or it's just an off day for him. Strick, Ohio State hasn't been the Ohio State we're used to with the high flying offense. That defense has arrived. The running game is there. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a game breaker. Ohio State has to be taken seriously as a national title contender. They have a one, two, three combination. And mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's that's a good combination to have in, in sports and in football. Uh, that's what Alabama's had for a lot of years. Right. Super running game. You have some good stars on the outside, usually a couple of them, with a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a winning recipe. And they they've got a winning recipe uh, and a and a solid defense. I think the defense has betrayed them in the past. I think that's where they've they've definitely stepped it up and they've gotten better. Well, the biggest test is going to come the Saturday after Thanksgiving. 
when they play Michigan. Michigan. And that's the only test that matters for that defense yeah. at this point. I, I'm disappointed, though. I'm, I'm going to be honest as we move along. I'm, I'm really disappointed in Penn State, and I know you're about to talk about them at some point. At some point. Indiana gave Penn State all, all they could can handle. handle and more. Yeah. Brendan Soresby throwing for three touchdowns. Didn't throw it a whole lot. I think 13 of 19. But they hit the big play against the Penn State defense that hadn't given up a lot of them. And I want to tie these two teams together here, Strick. Penn State, who you and I both thought was... Legit was going to take down Ohio State. They lose to it, and then they don't respond all that well with a a tough one against Indiana. And Washington hasn't looked good for the last two weeks after the huge win at Oregon. Uh, They don't score an offensive touchdown against Arizona State, and then they're in it till the end against Stanford. Is that a credit to Indiana and Stanford, or are you a little worried about the top top end abilities of Washington and Penn State? Uh, I am worried about the top end abilities of both of those teams. Uh, Big win. You did what you were supposed to do at home. Mm-hmm. You handled Oregon. Tough win. But that's that thing we talk about, about teams at the top. If you're a dominant team, you dominate bad teams. You don't play down to their 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 level. You don't go through roller coaster rides of emotion. You beat the brakes off of people. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm scared of them popping in. Um, and I'm, I'm worried if they can even win the Pac-12. Oregon looked so much better than Washington did. I get it. Washington has the head-to-head win, but Oregon dominated Utah. That's a fact. And again, the same Utah team that's had the same issues it's had all year with injuries, Oregon took them to the woodshed on the road. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's the expectation that you have. And and listen, uh, kudos to them. Shout out to them. And and listen, they have a chance to kind of start knocking at the door. I don't know if they can fully get back. I think there's some teams that may cement themselves, obviously, Ohio State or Michigan's going to knock one of themselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sold on SEC right now. I'm 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 looking at maybe one SEC team potentially getting mm-hmm. in. I'm not sold on them. Um, Do you think Bama can beat Georgia? I, That's where we're heading again. Is what it looks like. Do you think Bama I, can do I, it? I, I actually think they can. I actually I, I am to me Georgia is a coin flip away from potentially getting clipped off mm-hmm. now um i don't think they have to i don't if i look if i remember on the schedule i don't think they face each other this year on a head-to-head they do not it will happen if it happens at the at the championship mm-hmm. game so i think it's possible and that's where you probably would say that georgia depending on how they lose the game is going to stay in the mix they may drop from at worst case one to four mm-hmm. right but this is how it's possible that a one you know a one loss SEC team creeps in. It's I think it's only by a loss mm-hmm. to Georgia by an Alabama type. The playoff rankings, I believe, yeah, the first ones will come out tomorrow. So we'll have that to look forward to. We'll definitely talk about it uh, throughout the rest of the week once they come out. Michigan, barring a loss to Ohio State, looks in. To me, the safest team in the playoff is Florida State. They've yeah. had their own close calls. I just don't think the rest of the ACC is going to challenge no, them. I don't think so. I don't think Florida State gets to number one overall, but I think Florida State's there. I think it's one of the two, Michigan or Ohio State. Maybe I think they get both to three. of them. I think they get to three. Ooh, okay. I think they creep up to three. I think if they if they win out and they win like they're winning, mm-hmm. they could get to three. With, within yes. Ohio State. Michigan flip-flop. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, Strick, I think the, the most likely playoff is Florida State and pick three of the four Big Ten or SEC. I don't think the Big 12 is getting a team. Not after Oklahoma lost to Kansas, not like that. Oklahoma should have slammed the door on Kansas. 
credit the Jayhawks for for holding Dylan Gabriel to fewer than 175 yards passing, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But Oklahoma was able to run the ball for five yards a carry. Oklahoma had that game salted away a couple times, but they couldn't take advantage of Jason Bean. And Big just, plays. He made the plays when with he counted. With his feet and with his hands. Kansas beats Oklahoma yeah. in 97, the first year of the Big 12. They beat Oklahoma on their way out to the SEC. But Oklahoma, to me, is out of the race. Texas is out of the race yep. by virtue of losing to Oklahoma. In yep. the Pac-12, I mean, maybe Washington keeps up its tight wire act. But you and I are both kind of saying we don't think they're going to do it. So we honestly, Strick, might have uh, the one S- ACC team in Florida State and then pick three of the four between Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama again. It, that could happen. That could happen. This is why I was so disappointed in Penn State. I thought it was their year mm-hmm. to break through, especially avoiding the gauntlet. You only had one of them to to face outside mm-hmm. of potentially maybe. Well, you only had the one of them to face. You clipped them. Mm-hmm. You skipped the other one. Yep. And they're going to possibly knock each other off. And you're sitting pretty to potentially just walk right into the Big Ten championship game. I mean, I listen, I... Uh, Sad for them, so sad for them. Uh, another year wasted is the way I'll look at the Penn State Nittany Lions. Another year wasted on their opportunity. Unfortunately so for James Franklin and his crew as we uh, keep doing... Do call- you put pressure on him now? On Franklin? Yeah. I do, absolutely. Okay, just, just, it's just asking. Some, like, what kind of pressure, I don't know, but you're not going to fire the guy. I mean, no. You've seen what, that, what happens, but do you? I mean, look at what... I mean, Brian Kelly felt that he had to leave Notre Dame for yeah. doing what James Franklin's doing at Penn State. Are 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 you are you are you feeling bad for North Carolina and Duke right now? Because I mean, this is that thing we go back to again about good and bad football teams. But I, I don't I don't want to get into it. But I'm just I, like I give you thoughts. I, I'm just like North Carolina. You you've got one of the better quarterbacks that are going to be in there. In, but the, in the defense draft. again. In North defense Carolina and USC. Are very similar. Very May similar. hasn't had the stinker like Williams did against Notre Dame, but Georgia Tech scores 24 points in the second quarter, 22 in the second quarter. They don't score <laughs> in the first or third quarters, and they still win. Yeah, Carolina, it seems like that happens to that program every year. Duke, Riley Leonard's still banged up, but it just goes still to they don't have the, the top-tier talent. Impressed. It's a good coaching Still job. impressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. still... You, you, no matter where they fall, you've got to be impressed with the season they've had, especially early on. Hey, look at Louisville, too, pitching a shutout against Duke. Louisville, Louisville sneaky solid. Is, do, we, do we get cards, Seminoles, in the ACC championship? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Very possible. Might be heading that way. But I freaking, I'm, I'm impressed. I want to I shout out to the freaking Air Force, uh, Minute, I mean the Minutemen. The Falcons. Falcons. Mm-hmm. God darn it. Uh, the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to shout out to them because... 8-0, 5-0 start, is that's pretty good for them out there. Because mm-hmm. uh, aren't they in Fort Collins? Uh, uh, Colorado Springs. Colorado, Colorado Springs. Springs, yes. Yeah. Because uh, Fort Collins is Colorado State, who they play. Yeah, my dad being an, office, uh, mm-hmm. an officer in the Air Force, man, I, I, I just love seeing that. 
that's just that's that's big for me to see those those type of teams get that kind of recognition from time to time. It's usually and it's cycles of it. It right? does. I mean, it's been Army's turn for a while. <laughs> Navy had right. a, a decent run, but hey, it's Air Force now. It's their turn. Uh, is it Laird or yeah, I think it's Zach Laird or is the quarterback's name who had a knee issue, but he played against Wyoming and they won that game. Air Force is rolling. The Group of Five spot uh, in the New Year Six Bowl strick right now is between this year's darling Air Force and last year's darling Tulane. Wow. <laughs> Tulane, I, they're still rolling along. Took a tough loss early, but they're still rolling. And they snuck there by Rice. Snuck by Rice. Snuck by him. Luke McCaffrey had five catches for 79 yards and a touchdown in that one. Um, speaking of sneaking by, USC. God. Cal could have tied that game. They went for two and the likely win. They don't get it. 50-49 to 49. USC beats Cal. They're seven and two, but Strick, I am not taking USC seriously ever again. At all, the F word for me, and I, and, and and I'm not saying that F word. Fraudulent mm. is the word for me. Mm-hmm. But your boy better leave. Yep. Stop playing games. Get out of Caleb t- Williams. Get out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Go bye bye because it can't get better for you. It's nope. only going to get worse. That's the way I look at it. I I, I just don't see them coming out of it. I'm with you. Okay, let's stick in the Pac-12, but also tie in some some ACC as well. The last two conferences we really talked about. You mentioned in the break Deion Sanders coming under fire for criticizing his offensive line. I don't know if I agree with that that criticism. I mean, that line has been bad all year, and I'll let you give your thoughts in just a sec here. But Pat Narduzzi got taken to task. The Pitt head coach may be in the running for Michigan State's job. We'll see as those uh, talks develop. Pat Narduzzi, after they get absolutely blasted by Notre Dame, said, as a football coach, you lose a lot of good players from a year ago, and you think as a coach you're going to replace them, and obviously we haven't. Talk about calling your players out. That that seems like a little bit of bus meat player. Yeah, I don't... I, this soft generation of not being able to accept criticism... Is is something now? I think there's a difference potentially if, if you look at it at the way that it can be said. So you can get across the same message sometimes. But as I looked at the conference, I mean the the interviews of both of them, you can see Narduzzi. It was just it was a good wordplay of still being able to get the point across of giving accountability to the areas of deficiency. And then you look at Dion's, and it was just more straight to the point. Um, it just depends on which way that you believe you can um, you're okay with the way that it's being given to you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with going straight to the freaking problem, the issue, the point. You know, it's like if you want to cut out cancer, right? You don't just you don't go to an area where you want to go to the source. You go you don't want to go to some area where oh, I think it's going over here. Yeah, I, I, it's it may flow here. Let's go get it over. Th- well, it's not there. We're going to go to the source of the issue, right? Don't treat the symptom. Treat the cause. Go right to it. And and I think I, I can appreciate that mm-hmm. as a person. And when I looked at the interview, I didn't see anything that was, like, bashing. It was, like, dealing with the issue and the problem. Let's go. And, and listen, I'm going to get – you can take inference. You can infer that he's saying, I'm going to get somebody. So mm-hmm. be, be on the lookout. Your job is on the line. You know, you, right. you, he didn't say that, but you can you can sense that he said that. You can don't tell, have a problem with if, it. If you can't tell that he said that, you're part of the problem. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
Uh, let's take a quick look at the Big Ten here before we get to Brian Munson of Husker Online. Minnesota beats Michigan State 27-12. to uh, Jordan Expected. Newbin, uh, like the fourth or fifth string running back for Minnesota, goes for uh, 204 yards on 40 carries. So Minnesota 5-3, and 3-2 and two in the Big Ten West. Northwestern beats Maryland. See, this is why this is why I'm saying Nebraska. You've got opportunity. They got to come to your spot. If you want to lay down and let Maryland come into your spot and take it, you know I'm 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 disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. Give them everything you got. Come with the same defense. Bring the pain and go get a win. Take care of getting on this road. Michigan State don't want it. They want to lay down and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Put them to sleep. Let them. Put, rock that baby. Rock the baby to sleep. Put them in the cradle. Come back home. Get ready. They coming. Terrapins coming. Step on the turtle. Mm. Crack the turtle. Like there's a there's there's Flip a, them over backwards. Crack the shell. Whatever it means. There there was um I seen on YouTube a long time ago that. They're talking about a turtle that escaped the jaws of an alligator. Be the alligator that chomps the turtle. Don't let that thing slip out the mouth. Put the bite on him and crack the turtle and, and beat the brakes off of him. Don't, don't give them any room to think that they can come in here. Because if you take care of the ball, you play solid defense, mm-hmm. they'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Go get it. They will. Yeah. The final note on the Big Ten, we can spend some more time with this in a little bit maybe, comes out of Iowa City. Hawkeyes don't play. Mm -hmm. We have a statement from Beth Getz, the interim athletic director. Here's the statement. Anyone who loves Iowa football recognizes both the success and challenges that have brought attention to our program this season. Our struggles on offense, coupled with the offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz's contract, make this a unique situation. After conversations with head coach Kirk Ferentz, coach Brian Ferentz, and President Wilson, I informed Brian that our intention is for him to be with us through the bowl game, but this is his last season with the program. Making this known today is... That, that's that's huge because in his contract, the statement is there's a potential of retainment. What you just said, say that again, that last, that last statement. I informed Brian that our intention is for him to be with us through the bowl game, but this is his last season with that the right program. There. Go ahead. Making this known today is in the best interest of the program and its loyal fans. It provides clarity during this pivotal time in the schedule. To make this... Announcement over a bye week? Woo! Hey, but listen, I can appreciate it. Okay. Because here's the thing. You're trying to make sure. There's a couple things you're trying to make sure, right, Austin? And and and, and, and come back at me if, if I'm wrong. You're trying to make sure that those young receivers don't jump ship. Sure. Because I can mm-hmm. bet you that there are some unhappy young men in that offensive room that is looking for the exit quickly after the season. So you're basically putting it on notice. Maybe there's some uncertainty as to who's coming in. Maybe then Coach Ferentz, head coach, or you know somebody in your room is having conversations about where we would like to go, what we're trying to do. We would love for you to stay. It's mm-hmm. going to get better. You can have better conversations with him gone as opposed to him being there, and you're like, hey, man, it's going to be the same rigmarole. Right. What do you expect from Iowa then with four games? Do you expect Brian Ferentz to keep doing what he's always done? Do you expect him to pull out all the stops as one last hurrah? If I'm if I'm Coach Ferentz, I have a real good discussion. I'm putting an associate next to him. Mm. Oh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Somebody to yeah. work with him, right? Um maybe somebody I like, their mind as far as their the way that they 
you know, putting st- work or put things together because I'm looking to have a kind of moment like what happened here at Nebraska. I think the, I think, um, like for example, on the defensive side, let's just go to the defense. Let's stand mm-hmm. The defensive side, when Bill Bush took over after a dismal defense, he helped to revamp it, to make mm-hmm. it better, to put them in position to win games. Didn't have much time to make things changes, but he gave them distinct uh, accountability mm-hmm. and going out and handling things and being downhill and run to the ball, don't overthink. You can appreciate that, and it got better. I would do that in a similar manner on the offensive side. At, at start putting putting some things in, giving them some opportunities to run some different things uh, with the running game and with the pass game, and hopefully it can it can can make them look better by the end of the season. The over under doesn't look better. It's Iowa Northwestern this weekend. Over under of twenty nine and a half. A lot of these games are ugly. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to my friend yesterday, and he's like, "Man, I don't want to watch no Big Ten, seventeen, fourteen games, and ten. You know, he was excited when uh, one of the games got up in the in the twenties. I want to say is the Penn State game. I think <laughs> he was excited. He was even saw that. But yeah, no one wants to watch just ugly football. No. And 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 I'm not even going to say it's ugly. I think it's ugly just because I just don't think the offense is as sexy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I am not even going to say that the defenses are dominant. I think Iowa's defense is good, and, mm-hmm. but I don't. I'm not going to even say that they're dominant. Not to the level they have been mm-hmm. in the past. No. I'm with you. Okay, let's take a break. Let's talk to Brian Munson. A lot going on in Husker football recruiting. We'll get an update from Brian, who's with Husker Online, part of the On3 Network, next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.